0: Okay, yeah, I'm nervous about today's Stephanie Miller Happy Hour podcast with noted uh, Catholic Martin Sheen. It it is, but you know wine, it is like a sacrament to me. It's the blood of Christ. Yes, particularly Cameron Hughes wine. I'm telling you, this is the only wine that is fitting. Are you saying it's divine? For President Bartlett. Uh, Cameron Hughes wine. It is divine, thank you for asking. (laughs) Exceptional value, extraordinary wine. I I have to explain what this is. I thought it was a winery, and when I saw the prices, I'm like, oh, that can't be good wine. This doesn't make sense. Okay, okay. I'm telling you, these are all award winning wines and it is half the price. Uh, I, I, I have never heard of such a thing. Uh, you, I'd want to go online and get my wine because I didn't want to be driving and carting things around. This is wine sourced from boutique and artisanal wineries from around the world. Nobody delivers high end boutique artisanal wines better than chwine.com. Go check it out. I seriously have every single one of my friends doing this. Cameron, he, he's a guy cameron and he's handsome mm-hmm. and he's been doing this 17 years it is one of the most successful online wine retailers uh, cameron hughes it's all about what's inside the bottle no fancy labels or flashy website just high quality wine at prices anybody can afford you just have a lot number and it tells you exactly what type of uh, wine you're tasting i'm a chardonnay and a pinot noir girl they even have a great sparkling you wouldn't believe the price oh. summer's coming i love their rosé you gotta i, I mean seriously uh, Jen Kirkman told me she's a big, uh, big wine. She likes big reds. Like a big zin. Check out, yes, check out their uh, cabernets. By the way, my friend was raving about them. Great wine, direct to you. The finest wine direct to your door. Quality goes into and into the wine. and quality goes into every bottle. Cameron Hughes Wine, exceptional value, extraordinary wine. Go to chwine.com. Use the code Miller and receive fifteen percent off, free shipping with your minimum three bottle order. You're going to want more than three. I'm just telling you. Go to chwine.com, use the code MILLER, boom, 15% off and free shipping with your minimum three-bottle order. Let's do this, President Bartlett. Happy, happy hour. President Bartlett is here. Okay, everybody just calm down. Oh my God. Oh my God. A really nice Martin theater.
1: Sheen is uh, in my house for the happy hour.
0: <laughs> Hello, Martin.
1: Hello, Stephanie. I'm delighted to be here. Thank you for inviting me.
0: Thank- See how calm I am suddenly like Martin Sheen's just in my house every day. were screaming all morning. <laughs> I just come down. Oh, look, Martin Sheen. <laughs> um, I don't. We had I said this on the air. I had the most life changing 45 minute conversation with you on the phone that I've ever had. You are everything that everyone I know that knows you says you are. You are brilliant. You are kind. You are amazing. Uh, In addition to being an amazing
1: actor, it is just, uh, it's a little overwhelming. Well, it takes one to know (laughs) one. But 45 minutes on the phone, well, you discovered what a windbag I am besides all the other things (laughs) you said. Well, your lovely wife, Janet, sent me uh, these T-shirts.
0: Trump grabbed my country, spelled the way I like it, C-U-N-T-R-Y, you can say that on air. We're- no, Janet couldn't uh, I was very breath she could not make it and she said FYI Martin's kind of a prude. I have to say the all the fucks for us. So I will try to I will try to keep it to a minimum. You just made him blush. <laughs> He's listen. We are Catholic school. <laughs> Comrades, we know. Okay, the, but anyway, I, your wife made these great. I, I ran into you. We, uh, whatever, it's a whole thing. She's fantastic.
1: She is, and I'm, I'm glad she still puts up with me after 57 years.
0: 57 years.
1: What else is she gonna do? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure she has I options, Martin. Her. She has I, options. Honest to God, she said, "Please don't talk about me." I said, and I went. Out, huh. I, I, well. I danced down the driveway singing, "Please don't talk about me when I'm gone." <laughs> And I promised her I would So there you have it.
0: <laughs> anyway, she's fantastic. And I don't even know Who? where to start because Janet, don't bring up Janet again, Travis. What did he say? Damn it, Janet. It's private. It's family. Damn it, Janet. He loves her. Um, all right. I Okay. How many times have you heard in the Trump administration, oh, my God, I wish you were really president? I mean, I, I, you've done, obviously, you have this in, incredible body of work. But obviously, The West Wing at this particular point, as Bradley Whitford told me, it's it's progressive porn. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's so Bradley. Right. Oh God, love him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it but, was uh, it was really the best of times, and now we're in the worst of times. So at least yeah. we have something to compare it to. But ours is the, your point uh,
0: that it's the winner of our discontent, and Mueller's going to get his ass in the spring. Because I hope that's what you know.
1: <laughs> Well, you know the guy that wrote this uh, book that everyone is uh, interested in, about the guy with the bird's nest on his head. Uh, Michael Wolf, uh, Fire and Fury. Yeah, it's, yes, yeah. He he doesn't have the bird nest. It's the other guy. Right. But um. Uh, he, he um. You know, said that he felt, and everybody around him feels that uh, he's going to hit a wall. Yeah. And each time they think that. This is it. You know, brace yourselves. Uh, he somehow skirts around it or goes under or over it, uh, and he survives it. But there will be a wall. Yeah, and, I believe and, so, yeah, too. Yeah, and I think that everybody uh, is kind of anticipating that it will be Mueller. Yeah. That he's not going to get past Mueller.
0: Uh, yeah, I – well, Martin, we talked on the phone. I, I, I mean, it's hard to – there's so much. and I remember being at a uh, get-out-of-a-rack rally in downtown L.A. and watching you speak, and my co-host Jim and I – both said, God, why couldn't he really be president? <laughs> and that was in the good old days of George W. Bush. Yes, <laughs> like yes. Now, we're just like, oh, please, President Butler, Jesus. Like yeah. it's Jesus. Yeah, I mean, it is hard to, I, I was saying this, that I think Mueller, you know, as a lifelong Republican, maybe could have conceived of a Trump, but he couldn't conceive of an entire Republican Party that is complicit in this, no. that is trying to cover no, for no him. No one could possibly imagine this.
1: What kind of deals they've made with what devil, for how long yeah. is just completely baffling. Yeah, it just does not make any sense at all. That they they have to face up to this someday. They're going to have to answer for what they did did and what they did not do during this administration. Yeah.
0: We t- you know we talked on the phone about my dad and uh, Go Water, um, but one of the things that you have in common is my dad was deeply Catholic.
1: Yeah. And I you know, didn't know that until I, I talked to him. He, yeah, went he to a day. big secret, you know. Even after, you know, Kennedy is the first uh, Catholic to uh, win yeah. the White House. At, yeah. Uh, I had no idea he was Catholic.
0: Yeah. Um, but, you know, what's interesting is, that, you know, it's so different in that day. You know, I knew he was really religious. He never talked about it. He didn't talk about it in public. Yeah, He didn't use it. I mean, you must be—because you really— I mean, you really follow the the teachings of Jesus. Like the stuff that you do is everything that Jesus said. And this Republican Party is,
1: you know, what can you say about it? Well, you know, my dear friend and uh, inspiration, Dan Berrigan, Father Dan Berrigan, who left us last year, Yeah, uh, God rest him, uh, was a great uh, inspiration to all of us in the peace movement. And, uh, you know, he he once said that we have to live According to our conscience, as if the uh, the the gospel was true. Yeah. You know that we yeah. take it literally, and most important, we take it personally. Because if you if it's in, if the message in the gospel to serve uh, is is uh, not uh, personal, then it's impersonal, and if anything is impersonal, you have to question its value.
0: You know? Yeah.
1: It has to cost you something. Anything worthwhile right. has got to cost you something. Right. Otherwise, you're left to question its value. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. I don't. I mean, I. Yeah. I went to uh, the Stations of the Cross. I did. You do that with, every with the Catholic
1: yeah. Worker downtown. Yes. Yes. yes.
0: yes. And uh, on
1: Good Friday at three o'clock every day we, <laughs> yeah, we assemble. I and, did rush hour traffic <laughs> at three o'clock <laughs> for you, <laughs> uh, Martin uh, Sheen. Uh, <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> but yeah. I mean. I just, how did this party become the party of uh, God, the party of family values, of Christian values? <laughs> with Donald Trump, it, forget where they were before. Like, yeah. You know, I mean, Barry Goldwater used to speak out, right? Remember, he used to say, like every good Christian ought to kick Jerry Falwell right in the ass.
1: Yeah, yeah. He, well, he was for real. You know, it, yeah. it, at the time, he seemed so, uh, you know, extreme, and that that uh, phrase that he that he uttered at the convention that nominated him, you know. Yeah. What was kind of stuck with him. But I, did, yeah. I don't think he meant it in that way. And the infamous uh, uh, ad that Johnson used on television with the child pulling the yeah. uh, daisy uh, flowers off the daisy down to countdown yeah. uh, to the, a nuclear... Uh, explosion I, it was certainly not not fair to anybody yeah well any uh, martin if my dad
0: said uh, anything at the dinner table over and over it was i wish i could blow up more little girls with uh, uh nuclear bombs <laughs> oh, <geez>. <laughs> <laughs> of
1: course you did why i ought like oh dad that again
0: <laughs> pass the gravy
1: <laughs> uh but uh you know he was the same guy that went down to the white house and said uh, that's right to dick nixon Nich- uh I think it's time to go. Time
0: for you to go. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, exactly. My dad was a prosecutor at Nuremberg. I mean, I've said, I've been, you know, I've missed my dad now for many years, since 83. And so I can't speak for what he'd think. I just can't imagine what he or Barry Goldwater would think of this Republican Party. Or
1: any of the Republicans of their day, you know, uh, so many wonderful men and women in the Republican Party, uh, you know, including the first woman in the Senate. Yeah. yeah, from Maine, and uh, who that wonderful uh, guy from Illinois, uh, Ever Dirksen. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, and yep. Perry, uh, uh, yep. Pe- Pierce. Uh, what's his name? Um, uh, lad, who the guy yeah. whose lad was kidnapped. Uh, um, but they, the, these were good and, and and decent people who had a difference of opinion. Yeah. The last time we saw that was John McCain taking the microphone away from that lady. Yeah. and saying no, 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 no. No, he's a, he's a patriotic American. We just differ on some issues. Right. Yeah. And that was it. Yeah. And that was the last time that a Republican stood up for a principle. Yeah. At least publicly. I love of.
0: how many times people have said you should run for office, and you're like, oh, no, 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 I'm not qualified.
1: <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm, an, I'm rethinking that. Have you rethought that? that? <laughs> <laughs> I think the whole country just is. just an actor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I think like, the, oh, the good thing about, about the current administration is that – yeah they really make you believe that anyone uh could become president <laughs> really Literally anything anyone
0: anything yeah. in
1: America is possible yeah. with russia's help <laughs> um, with, with a little bit of help from our Soviet <laughs> friends
0: yeah <laughs> i i you quoted uh President Bartlett uh, you said uh, more than uh, recently you said more than any time in recent history America's destiny is not of our own choosing um Yet the true measure of a people's strength Is how they rise to master the moment When it does arrive You concluded by saying One heart with courage is a majority I think we need to be reminded of that Particularly today
1: Yeah, and that's a Bobby Kennedy quote yeah. yeah He but, said one man with courage is a majority And Ethel gave me permission to change it to heart
0: I've, I've played bananagram with Ethel Kennedy So don't try to <laughs> name drop me, Martin Machine, <laughs>
1: Sorry about that
0: I, listen, I happen to adore her I adore her too I, uh, yeah, I accidentally uh, stepped on her foot while we were playing oh. uh, Banana gram. Oh, dear. You, well, you know if you show up at the game The Benton injured compound... one,
1: the right foot. Oh, dear.
0: Well, she has a table that spins with the <laughs> Limburger cheese and the stuff on it. And <laughs> you show up at 6 o'clock to watch the news th- with <laughs> her because that's what you do. Yeah. At the Ken- oh, my God. You played John Kennedy. There's so much to talk about. We need like seven hours. But so, yeah. But yeah. so you show up to watch the news with yeah. her because that's what you do. Yeah. And
1: then you you watch ban- her watch, and the she's news. like a
0: nun with bananograms. She's yeah. like, "That's not a word."
1: <laughs> uh, I, I, one time, I we were having dinner at uh, at Hyannisport with she and her family, and uh, I said, "Have you heard this new quote, quote from um, Richard Rohr?" Uh, oh no, what is that? You know, he's the yeah. Franciscan. Yeah. Uh, um and, she, and I said, uh, he says that we don't. Uh, uh, uh go to heaven we become heaven oh no 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 she says i have no intention of that no no i'm going straight to heaven i don't want to hear any of that nonsense <laughs> <laughs> um- <laughs> <laughs> yeah! Wow, we're so far
0: from Camelot. You uh, were in a fundraising e- e- email. You said you're disgusted by Trump. Obviously, by m- like most of us are. Um, you said my time playing the president on the West Wing taught me what Washington should be like, and right now with the Republicans in control, it's far from what we as Americans
1: deserve. Uh, I'm, I may be changing my mind about that. Maybe we do deserve it. <laughs> It's really our own fault, you know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) There's kids eating Tide Pods now, Martin. Maybe we really (laughs) are this dumb. Um, You should discuss it not only by Trump, but by the Republicans kowtowing to their rich special interests instead of representing the American people. Most disgusted by the Republican effort to gut health care, social programs for Americans in need. Um, You had dubbed uh, uh, Trump an empty-headed moron, which is kinder than most of his cabinet.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Absolutely nothing to offer us. That How was, dare you call me empty-headed? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, it, did you even imagine it would be this bad? Yeah, I did. you did. Yeah, yeah. I, think I, did we, too. I, I think we I all did. I said that. I said, yeah. as bad as you think yeah. it's going to be, it's going to be worse. Yeah, <laughs> it's
1: yeah. Be worse. yeah, I think so.
0: Can you imagine? I mean, what does it feel like to watch? I mean, obviously, we're going to get to your whole incredible career, but. It is just the polar opposite of the West Wing, someone with completely without knowledge, without temperament, without any preparation for this office at all. And we're seeing the result.
1: Yeah, well, I think that this uh, book we mentioned earlier, uh, Michael Wolff's book, uh, really uh, went right to the center of things in the beginning, saying that they they had no idea they were going to win. They were prepared to lose. And it was going to be part of and their make money history. It.
0: Yeah, Trump TV.
1: Exactly. Yeah. They were going forward with, the. Uh, you know, boy, didn't we give them a fight. And now look at them, boy, I bet they wish they had us now. You know, that was. Yeah. And I had I had some uh, uh, thoughts about him uh, resigning very early before yeah. he actually got in there. Me too. Realizing, <gasps> oh, what have I done? Oh, God, what oh have God. I done? <laughs> How do I get out of this? Very simply, Mr. President. Mr. President-elect. You don't take the oath of office air quotes,
0: <laughs> Mr. Air Quotes President.
1: <laughs> um, oh, God have mercy
0: Yeah, me. I mean, I, there's this whole article. I mean, obviously, you know, there's been all this talk about West Wing coming back, about Aaron Sorkin doing it again because, like, oh my God, we need this more than ever. But yeah. I love this, how Donald Trump has blown the White House drama out of the water. As a character, he's too gross and too incredible to be pitched to TV. <laughs> this is why comedy has been most able to take advantage of this yeah. year. Aaron Sorkin, uh, when asked about the U.S. predicament, said our darkest days are always fi- followed by our finest hours. Um, in these articles as well, you hope so, but it's quite possible Trump has debased the presidency in such a way it may never recover. What do you think?
1: Well, I, I think it it it's really all dependent on how long he stays and how much clear damage we can see that yeah. needs to be repaired. I'm looking at, at the front page of the Times, the Los Angeles Times this morning, and one of the top stories is the, the EPA has collapsed. Yeah. I mean, they've just given the... Uh, uh, fossil fuel industry uh, um, uh, carte blanche again. Yeah, you know it's just disgraceful yeah. what they're doing. and now all the lands here in the West, you know, uh, yeah, uh, are are up for grabs. The oceans, you know, the offshore yeah. drilling is is coming back unless you're, uh, you know, uh, uh, you live must... in a state that Trump uh, likes to play golf in. Uh, <laughs> why they'll they'll consider not. Uh, How many times have you been arrested? 70-something? Uh, almost. I, I, we were I, I hoping. Was keeping, uh, yeah, I was hoping to reach it. I used to keep, the only way I kept, and I'm not, I, I'm not, I, it feels like I'm bragging. The <laughs> only way I kept track of it is with my birthday. I would, I would, I've got arrested up till my 68th birthday. So, yeah. it's sixty eight. But uh, I've been very lazy and complacent these past uh, nine years, so sorry about that. Like Barbara Bush saying, "No
0: more of the the, of the parachuting to George." (laughs) Sonny, no more of the. No, I'm out of. We're out of bail money. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We were hoping for another DUI tonight, but you're not drinking. Um, Uh, Oh no, no, these arrested.
1: No, i'm always talking about social justice the others are I quite know. separate <laughs> it was a joke
0: <laughs> They're good i mean they're good no arrests. what i was saying this administration just be, must be making uh, your head explode every day because every issue y- you've cared about and been passionate about and, been, and done activism for they're horrible on every issue every day like uh, i'm getting ptsd from my phone alerts i'm like what
1: did <laughs> i just do now yeah there was a line in uh uh in a in a, a, a Marlon Brando movie where he said but what are you rebelling against and he said what do you got <laughs> 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 um i
0: don't i i don't even know where to start with you first of all how lucky are we to get you uh, this is going to drop the day uh, the fourth season of uh Grace and Frankie drops which with my good friend Lily Tomlin who one of the many people that speaks of you in
1: I don't just got godlike terms. But... Yeah, but she won't let me open for her. <laughs> you st- told me this. Yeah, I, I've given I've given her any number of opportunities, and you know, a, a, in Grace and Frankie, my character has become a uh, kind of a a, a star in uh, neighborhood uh, theater theater. Yes, and we've been doing musicals And right. so every now and then. I I sing outside uh, her makeup trailer and. <laughs> She just closes the door and slams the window and it just she won't she won't hear of it and so maybe you could put in a word for me you know i've done everything i certainly will mark but i'm telling her that if 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 my character really comes to uh fruition and i'm and i'm appreciated for my uh uh, musical comedy skills i think she may be wanting to open for me before too long so let that sit there for a little while
0: just stew on that, Lily. <laughs> Listen, I think right before the Women's March when this also drops and is the year of the woman, and me too, Martin, I'm just saying, I think that uh,
1: uh, the world will you know, be saved you said by to me, women.
0: You said to me, this is really the girls' show. Like, is, you know, yeah. Sam and I just sit there and they're like, yeah. the girls are ready for you.
1: <laughs> well, we're kind of the, the, the bench guys. You know, we go in when the girls get a little tired, you know. Uh, it's true. And, you know, they, uh, I, I've had early calls, but Mike, God, I've been there, uh, you know, when they've already, I've been there at 7 o'clock, and they've been there since 5, you know. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. no it, it, They are absolutely devoted and disciplined. and oh, they make, they I, The make, show is uh, fantastic. Uh, I love it. It oh, is I
0: fantastic. I, do. I, mean, I love doing it. And yeah.
1: I adore those wonderful dames, and I say dames yeah. from all uh, uh, yeah. the love I can muster for them. They really are yeah. great, great dames. Yeah, I adore them.
0: You uh, said something a little bit non-politically correct when the show launched. You're like, who's going to want to have sex with Sam Waterston when you can have sex with Jane Fonson?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Janet told me to keep my trap shut, you know. I said, well, maybe there's a chance I could, you know, talk to the writers that I could get back with Jane. Just for for a little while. Just for one scene. A trial (laughs) does, you know, thing. She looks amazing, Doesn't she? Yeah. 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 I mean, she and Lily, just beautiful. I mean, um, great people. I, I, we just spend all day uh, laughing uh, with and and to each other, and it's just a, a joy to do the show. Yeah. yeah, and all noted liberals, you must have some. You must <laughs> yeah. talk some shit Look off, off the stage the <laughs> about your phone <laughs> alerts. <laughs> <laughs> it is something, um, yeah. And, and and the kids, you know, the, uh, J- June and and Brooklyn and uh, all the others. Uh, I'm so embarrassed; I can't remember folks' names, but I know them <laughs> when I see them. <laughs> yeah, They're sure, my children sure. in the show. Uh, and of course, uh, we we just all are uh, enjoying what we're doing, and it's very obvious. You yeah. Know? And, yeah. And they and they've begun to really kind of the writers have begun to really write for us. Yeah. You know, in a lot of ways that yeah
0: we couldn't yeah. have. Considered. I mean, it's such a pleasure to see so many like fine actors at the top of their game, like all interacting. I mean, it's just it's um, and I I think it it blows everything out of the water ageism homophobia like i just it's, it's it's i think it's such an amazing show we are the oldest uh, uh,
1: cast ever
0: yeah Could be in a regular well there was cocoon series. martin don't was that a series <laughs> no the movie oh the movie that's right, right. but he yeah. was
1: younger than you when that was made <laughs> <laughs> but uh i think uh, jane uh well it's it's a known fact she had a great birthday celebration just last month so right. she's 80 i'm Seventy-seven. I think Lily is seventy-five, yeah. and the youngest is a just young upstart, Sam Waterston, <laughs> who we're, we all really think has a great future. He's yeah. going to make it. Yeah. I think he's going to make he it. He just stays focused <laughs> and stops hanging out with the hell bent type. You know. <laughs> Hold that thought, Martin, uh, Mr. Sheen, uh, President President Barlow. Yes, yes. yes. Um, okay, this
0: portion of the Stephanie Miller Show brought to you by Cameron Hughes Wine. Oh yeah i'm telling you it is uh it, because this is like a, a religious experience for me having martin sheen here so this is it, it is like it's it, it's like a sacrament you're this taking wine. sacrament today with martin sheen you've got okay, crackers and you've got uh, wine let me explain what it is their little ad if you go online it sums it all up it says award-winning wines half the price and i'm telling you that's exactly what it is i, I only drink good wine i know i know it doesn't look like that but this is what it, he goes all over the world uh, to find the finest wines, they're sourced from boutique and artisanal wineries from around the world. He sells direct to you. That's why he's able to. You don't. Uh, he keeps his sources secret. You don't. That's how you get these amazing prices. Nobody delivers high-end boutique or tar- artisanal wines better than chwine.com dot com. Check it out. I've got an idea. Yeah. When Martin Sheen does the Stations of the Cross. Yes. You should take a bottle of Cameron Hughes wine. There you go. Uh, Cameron Hughes has been doing this for over 17 years. Uh, there's a, a f- fantastic pictures of him in his vineyard. He's quite handsome and romantic. Oh. In addition to being a fantastic sommelier. So you're saying he's a sexy liberal. Yeah. Cameron Hughes wine. All about what's inside the bottle. Uh, great wine. Direct to you. The finest wines. Right to your door. He stands behind every bottle of wine. I call him Cam. Because I'm on a first name basis.
1: Okay. Do you like get on the phone? Hey
0: Cam, send me a box of wine. Yeah. And guarantee every no, box doesn't come to Case. Case of okay. wine. Quality goes into the wine. Quality goes into every bottle. Whatever you like. If you like a Big Red, if you like a Chardonnay, if you like a Pinot Grigio, whatever you like, they have got a fantastic one. And I'm telling you, half the price that it's worth. Uh, Cameron Hughes Wine, exceptional value, except extraordinary wine. Go to CH wine use the code MILLER. You get 15% off and free shipping with your minimum three-bottle order. Go to CH and use the code MILLER to get 15% off and free shipping with your minimum three-bottle order today. And now, back to the show. Let's let's talk about Ramon Antonio Gerardo Estevez. Yeah, So, but you know, it's interesting. As much as I know about you, or think I know about you, uh, you know, I get your whole how you know where your Catholicism came from. She so born in Dayton, Ohio, son yeah. of immigrant parents. Yeah,
1: both, yeah, from Spain. My father from Spain. My mother from Ireland. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. and so. Uh, Obviously, there's this whole immigration debate, the shithole countries debate. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, were your parents, were they Democrats? Were they politically active? I, I mean, I love that you, you had a union strike when you were 14. You organized a strike for yeah. the caddies at the golf club you were yes, at. Yes,
1: I did. Yeah, it was a very exclusive private uh, country club. And uh, uh, the, the wages were very, very low. I started caddying at the age of nine in 1949. Wow, uh, and I it was one of the longest jobs I ever had. I had it up until I left home in in 1959. So uh, it was a, a pretty long gig. Uh, you, you had you were one of ten children, nine boys, one girl. Yeah, actually, my mother had 12 pregnancies. To, ten wow. survived. There were nine boys, one girl. Yeah, I'm the seventh son. Besides, yeah. your mom passed away when you were 11. Uh, yeah, nearly 11. Yeah,
0: and yeah. You, uh, your family was able to stay be together because of assistance from the church. So.
1: Well, the, the, you know, the the center of our lives was really the church and the school, right? And uh, my father, who was the uh, uh, the anchor for all of us, you know, yeah. uh, he was a very devout Catholic. But like your father, and and you're revealing that he never talked about it. Yeah. He just did it. My dad's father you was know? a janitor. Your, right? your, yeah. Was your dad a union guy or? Was, he wasn't. They didn't allow a union. He worked uh, for the National Cash Register Company. Okay. And when he came, he he. Uh, he didn 't speak English he spoke uh, Spanish uh, Portuguese because he was he was from he was a Gallego from northern uh, Spain in Galicia, so he was neighbored with uh, Portugal and yeah. they, there was a lot of inner uh, action between the two countries so both both uh, people dwelling near the border spoke each other 's language uh, fluently when he came he did not come to the United States he couldn 't get in He came to Port of New York with his brother Alfonso when he was sixteen. They were denied entrance because there was a quota on Spaniards, not Hispanics, but wow. Spaniards due to the uh, Spanish-American War, which started wow. the year my dad was born, 1898. Boy, wow! what a time to get born. Huh? Wow. Wait, there was still a quota
0: yeah. when you got here, though?
1: Yes, there was a quota on Spaniards, not Hispanics. So the two of them got on the next boat for Havana. And my father spent uh, three years in Cuba. And he came in to the United States as a Cubano through yeah. uh, Miami and then worked his way up to Philadelphia. He was naturalized as a citizen in, in Philadelphia and then eventually uh, he got to Dayton, Ohio. He heard they were hiring over there in the factory, the National Cash Register Company and that's that's where he went.
0: Mark, so I've heard that your dad did not approve of your acting
1: aspirations. No, not at all. No. When, do, how did that, where did that come from and where and when? Uh, uh, well, I, I, I kind of always knew. I I, I Actually, I don't have a conscious memory of ever not being an actor. I didn't yeah. know that's what you called it when I was a child. <laughs> I started going to the movies with the gang, and gradually it dawned on me, oh, uh, you're like one of those people up on the screen. What's the problem? Right, you right, know. right. It, it it made perfect sense. And I knew that it was only a matter of time that I would find a way to uh, begin this journey. And yeah. I also knew at a very, very young age that if I didn't do this thing, whether this wonderful mystery that possessed me was if i didn't follow it if i didn't accept it embrace it i would never be happy yeah and so it was a deeply personal thing and i had to do it my father didn't my father was a very practical man he worked hard all of his life he struggled in a you know to raise a huge family in a foreign country uh and as i say his wife was also a foreigner both of them uh had relatives involved in civil wars in their country. My mother, the Irish Civil War in 1921, yeah. it was part of the reason she was sent to the United States. And he, uh, in 1934, in Spain. You know, so their yeah. their families back home were suffering through some very so, very difficult times.
0: This immigration debate and <sighs> Trump's just yeah awful yeah I, absolutely. he has whatever. no clue. He, I think shithole. I mean, where do you start? Yeah, like, no, I yeah. think
1: Kelly made it real clear today yeah. or yesterday in some interview he yeah. did. His uh, chief of staff, who said that uh, he didn't really understand the issue, no, which was clear to all of us. You know, <laughs> I wished he'd made that clear to the eight hundred thousand young people who are, you know, sitting on pins and needles, yeah. m- wondering if they're going to be deported. Uh, but so soon.
0: you've talked also famously about changing your name, you know. Yeah. Uh, I never changed it officially. No, I know, yeah. exactly. Yeah. But you were saying but I mean at that time you dealt yeah. with like I'm not gonna get a job and yeah. you wouldn't probably you be on the machine today if you were <laughs> Right, right, right. <laughs> you couldn't. But to have all this racism coming back when I know you've said I regret that I changed it, yeah. but, but professionally. Like, I
1: should have kept it professionally. Yeah, Yeah. And I begged Emilio not to change it, and he he listened to me. Charlie's another story, and I understood it. It's fine, you know. So he kind of got the best of both worlds.
0: Right. Yeah, right, right, right. Well, all right. So now here's the part where I'm going to feel like uh, uh, James Lipton. Martin Sheen. (laughs) You've done Gandhi. (laughs) Subject was Roses, Badlands, (laughs) Gettysburg. Um, I mean... It's hard to even start to even have a conversation about your... You've worked with Richard Attenborough, Francis Ford Coppola, Terrence Malik, David Cronenberg, Mike Nichols, Martin Scorsese, Steven Spielberg, Oliver Stone. I mean, it just apocalypse now. Let's start with that, because you've had a career that's really, like, overwhelming. I mean, it's hard to even say, like, which director. Or, do you have a director or film that's favorite? I mean, you've...
1: Yeah, if I... You know, with all due respects to all of the gentlemen, and there are a couple of ladies in there, incidentally, that right. uh, I'm fond of working with as well. But uh, of all the people I've worked with, the one guy that really got me, uh, I, and just his sheer joy, was, uh, was, uh, it was enviable. Was Marty Scorsese. Yeah. I just did a a, a part on. Uh, I came in as a replacement, actually, uh, on the uh, Departed and I, I I just came to adore this guy. He yeah. was filled with so much energy. I never worked with an actor who loved actors as much as he. Yeah. Not, no one even came close. He yeah. truly loves what actors do, Yeah. who they are, where they come from, what they stand for, and what yeah. they bring. And he never, ever once said, uh, after a take, uh, let's do one more. He always said, let's do a few more. <laughs> he gave them that freedom. <laughs> right. You know, right. everybody working. for right. I adored him. And uh, uh, I would uh, I would uh, answer his call in a heartbeat. Yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, that is just an amazing. Uh, from, again, Apocalypse Now to the West Wing to now Frank and Gracie. And it, I mean, there's so few people that have had your record of success and I, well they haven't lived that long
1: either <laughs> I mean, if you stay along if you stay alive long enough you're bound to get somewhere
0: you're bound to get even a job. standing still kids kids you heard uncle martin <laughs> Um, let's talk a little bit about the Catholicism, though. When you were 11, is, you, you were saying your mom died. Uh, yeah. You faced the possibility of living in an orphanage or foster homes. The family uh, was able to stay together with the assistance of Holy Trinity Catholic Church, yeah. raised as a Catholic. You went yeah. to, I, I did 12 yeah. years hard time yeah. as well. I did, too. Sister yeah. Charles Bronson, did oh, you have her?
1: Oh, God, I had a ton of the sisters of Notre Dame. <laughs> I adored them. And I take, I, I take great offense to people, uh, particularly lapsed Catholics. Who right. criticized the the nuns the, uh, the, from my point of view uh, they were the heroes of our life yeah they came from they the still same, are yeah I, I adore them they came from the same background we did their their, right. their fathers were carpenters and and bricklayers and, and and plumbers and plasterers and truck drivers and gas station attendants mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. they knew where we came from and they ha- they taught the fundamental Necessity of the most important part of being human, and that is compassion. Yeah, in all things, uh, you can be, uh, uh, you know, a front and center on any issue, but if you don't bring compassion, you've not brought the human element—the most important one. If you had to take all of the uh, virtues away from our humanity, the last one to go would be compassion, because it is the thing that i i 'm convinced uh, unites us we 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 try to act separate uh Democrats from republicans yeah. uh, 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 you know women from men, old and very rich, black all these divisions but the the, the central point is we we 're united we just have to realize that yeah we, we well, cannot separate ourselves from each other
0: this is what 's so interesting about you is a I, that you really actually should <laughs> run for something because it, You actually are consistent. You talk about, you know, you said, I'm inclined against abortion of any life, but I'm equally against the death penalty or war. I'm personally opposed to abortion, but I'll not judge anybody else's right in that regard because I'm not a woman and I could never face the actual reality of it. Again, personal for you, because you've talked about that your wife was, you know, the um, product of rape, and you said you can imagine if she was not here. And so... But that's actually consistent and actually, I mean, I, I just, what I find about the Republican Party is they're, they're, it, they're so hypocritical yeah. Yeah. about their religion. They don't want to help the poor. They don't want to uh, stay out of war. They don't want to do anything that Jesus talked about. Yeah. Jesus never even mentioned homosexuality.
1: No. no, And not only that, but I think that there is a, a difference between religion, and I'm kind of quoting it, and spirituality and i think that is the central uh, thing that that divides us and unites us at the, at, yeah. at the, equally because you can belong to a religion but it it it's it, usually it's organized and uh it 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 has a uh a theology and revealed knowledge spirituality is 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 something far deeper and far more mysterious. Yeah. Trying to discover who we are is the journey of discovering everyone else. Yeah, you know. Uh, and in my own life, you know, I was raised Catholic. Uh, I left the uh, faith, the practice of the faith uh, when I was in my early twenties. You mm-hmm, know, and mm-hmm. you know, when you're 21 and you start to have some success, uh, right. well, of course, you you know, it's all about you, right. and uh, the ego gets in the way. And uh, it took me another 20 years to come back to it. Yeah. But I didn't come back to the idea of a faith. I came back to a spirituality. Yeah. I came back to the church of service, you know, the, through the Catholic Worker, through the peace movement, through Mother Teresa. It's
0: not just faith, yeah. it's works. No, and it's works. Yeah, yeah, and that's what yeah. you do. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I love one of the things you said, well, acting is what I do for a living. Activism is what I do to stay alive. Yes. I, you've obviously outspoken or support of a, a, a million liberal causes. Um, what do you got? But I love you said, <laughs> need it, got it, need it, got it. But you said, there's no way I could be president. The Democratic Party in Ohio wanted you to run for the Senate. And you said, I'm just not qualified. You're mistaking celebrity for credibility.
1: Yeah, <laughs> like, true. yeah. Seriously, yeah. can yeah. we, we th- rethink this now? Yeah. Well, the other thing is that you have to respond to a constituency. Right. Whether you're in, you know, a local office or a county office or a state office, and certainly in a federal office, right. whether you're in Congress or the White House, you you respond to a constituency. You you pay back like that's all reflected in this tax, uh, yeah, uh, whatever it was that gave the rich more than yeah. they need and and denied the poor even exist. And uh, I I think that that's what uh, uh, kept me out of. A specific public service. I, I feel yeah. like a public servant. You are, uh, but I I could not respond to a specific uh, constituency. I would have to respond to my own conscience. Yeah. And there are a lot of times I went against people uh, who were very liberal and democratic uh, on issues. Uh, one you mentioned abortion, uh, and I I could not uh, I could not uh, uh, publicly support it. Yeah. Uh, privately, uh, I. I you know know of uh, you know in, yeah. instances and i could never as you mentioned reading there uh i could never um, judge a, a woman uh and yeah. particularly a poor woman uh or their circumstances yeah. you know, we watched yeah. this we watched this case recently of a, a an undocumented young girl who was obviously raped coming into the <laughs> yeah. country yeah. and she w- she was wanted to get an abortion and they forced her remain in, in uh, custody and denied her. And uh, finally, uh, I'm proud to say the ACLU got involved and, yeah. and she, she she got her rights.
0: Yeah, that's right. Um, you, I, I didn't actually, because you're so famous as President Bartlett on the West Wing, you played presidents four times in Medusa's Child as <laughs> John Kennedy and Kennedy, which you were fantastic, the miniseries, and as a future president in The Dead Zone. <laughs> 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 oh, and... Man. I love that you said. Also, um, I adored Mr. Bill Clinton. He was a fan of the West Wing for a while. We were given carte blanche at the White House. Was ended when Bush got in. Ended for me anyway. When the new administration got into power, all my West Wing colleagues were invited there to meet their counterparts. All except me. <laughs> that makes me love you more than anything that you were.
1: <laughs> Mind you, I found that out on the sly. I, I, I didn't discover that till after the fact. But I, it was a, it was kind of a badge of honor, you know.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, he is a, was amazing. Obviously, you're friends, but I got a chance to meet him at a Hillary fundraiser with Melissa Fitzgerald, yeah. who are you know my friend yeah. from West Wing. It was so because he's that person, like you say that you are the only person in the world when he's talking yeah, to you sure. yeah, and I yeah. saw him do it with two people in front of me yeah. like the guy said one thing oh Mr. President I yeah. knew somebody from Arkansas oh you know that guy I remember that guy I knew <laughs> the skateboard that I used <laughs> and I was whatever and then we got up, and I was like Mr. President it's Melissa Fitzgerald remember from yeah. West Wing he goes oh yeah you know what I remember they came to me for the West Wing and I was sitting to the you know the president <laughs> wouldn't be doing all these <laughs> things like he'd do this <laughs> and this but the president wouldn't do it all <laughs> he yeah. just was like
1: laser <laughs> focused he right? he came in to uh, visit our set one Months and uh, he started rearranging the furniture. Don't <laughs> oh, no, work that happens good. One no, go and like that. Y- y'all should think about putting this on this side. You know, and, and y- but y'all do a good job here and there. <laughs> no, I adored him. Yeah. Oh, good God. I, I, you know, I have to say, I, I don't know what went through his mind and his heart while uh, he was trashed uh, during, and particularly yeah. the last few weeks of the campaign. Uh, when he became the oh my focal God. point. Oh, my God. And I, I, you know, that last debate when Trump was wandering around the stage, and I almost wish that Mrs. Clinton had looked at him and said, can I help you? <laughs> you know, he was so lost. This and is
0: just, it's a dystopian nightmare yeah, of epic yeah. proportions. Yeah. This is – I wasn't sure what to serve you because I was like, what wine goes with this dystopian nightmare? <laughs> currently
1: it's constant. Well, no. I, um, I don't drink any I drank up all mine.
0: You do <laughs> drink at everybody else's too? Yeah I, yeah, I go to airport bars and they're like six or nine ounces. I'm like, why do you even have six <laughs> ounces? Do you know who's president? <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Um yeah i i mean I, it just must be i go against every fiber of your being not just you know the roles you played but the person you are in life i, I mean this is just everything that we teach our children not to be bullies
1: mean r- racist
0: Vulgar. sexist homophobic yeah. like it's unforgiving
1: just, yeah, discompassionate yeah, all these th- human things yeah and you, you know in that sense we need to uh in a very strange way be grateful to this guy and his his uh, crowd because they remind us what's missing yeah what's missing in them is a reflection of what we value most yeah it's our humanity
0: um my friend melissa wrote this about you in a text today because i said help <laughs> help me smart machine so he's a great storyteller he had a beautiful relationship with john spencer who, yeah. And we all love and respect him so much. He treated every single person on our set with kindness and respect, no matter what their job was. In fact, I think he made an extra effort with the background artists and those that don't normally get the respect they deserve. He taught all of us how to treat people. He's a special person, deeply good man, also brilliant, has a depth of breadth of knowledge that is nuts. Uh, I did a movie with him before West Wing. I had a small part uh, called Monument. We joked that it was low budget, so we hoped Martin wouldn't protest and get arrested because the film didn't have the money to extend the shoot even one more time. <laughs> Ah, that would be awkward,
1: Melissa. Well, I love her. She's one of my heroes. I adore her. Yeah,
0: I went. I, we did the uh, Stations of the Cross with you. Yeah, and yeah, she was, right. you know, because she loves you so much, she was crying, you know, about one station. And I was like, "It's going to be okay." He, yeah. it, there's a, there's a happy ending where he rises. <laughs> don't, don't get
1: sad about this station. This is Good but Friday. You explain a little bit about the. the this is not your normal Stations of the Cross. Right. The uh, 14 Stations, which which take the journey that Christ made from his uh, his kangaroo court hearing mm-hmm. uh, to his execution and burial. Uh, this uh, uh, Stations of the Cross uh, is uh, is is celebrated uh, every Good Friday at three o'clock downtown Los Angeles. In front, of, we start in front of the yep. uh, the uh, Federal Building. And uh, it's it's organized uh, and presented by the uh, Los Angeles Catholic Worker. As, uh, yeah. Uh, and I've been going there for many years. I've, I've, I've worked with the worker in New York City, uh, which was founded by Dorothy Day, the founder of the Catholic Worker. And so I was inclined uh, to continue uh, yeah. a relationship wherever I was, wherever. In yeah. mo- most major cities, there are Catholic workers. These are lay people that live in community. They don't take vows, but they live... Um, a gospel motivated life. They feed the hungry, clothe the naked and they protest uh, why there are so many hungry homeless naked people and why we live under such threat, why the money is wasted. And so these stations as you recall start in front of the um, municipalities, the government buildings. We call the government into, into question. You know the very first station Jesus is condemned to death and we're standing in front of the federal building and uh, we're talking about how many people are in the bowels of this building uh, for being yeah. undocumented. Yeah, they're condemned. Uh, and then we go on. We we stop in front of the newspapers and and yeah. uh, uh, all the various municipalities uh, around downtown Los Angeles. At one point, they even stopped in front of the the uh, construction of the Cathedral <laughs> Lady of the Angels, saying what a you know waste of money it was to build another church. <laughs> I didn't always agree with some of their uh, uh yeah. their' stoppage points but but I love that they're they are committed they live on death row uh, on yeah. uh, they, uh, on uh skid Row they serve on death row they they have a kitchen the, yeah. the uh, and they live in community yeah. And they take the gospel personally
0: you did a, uh, your son emilio's film the way you played a conservative father and uh, you once said god forgive me for playing a conservative um <laughs> 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 so where are your parents i didn't i didn't catch that were they Democrat. I mean, did they talk politics with you? Were you? They lived it. They lived yeah, it. Yeah, so you—that's that, right. where you, I mean you learned it because that's where yeah. you got the union strike when you oh, were fourteen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because I mean I come from a very different place, but I think you're right. It's like it is amazing how I feel like we've all arrived at the same place. Yeah. That you just think like this we're is united. not my yeah. dad's America. It's not yeah. your dad's America.
1: Yeah. We can't separate under each other. Donald Trump. It's just not. Yeah. It's yeah, it's yeah. they they their power is predicated on separation, and our power is predicated on union yeah
0: you know um, I, here's the other thing i knew that we would fall in love the minute we met and thank god janet's not here um you memorize and can sing every single frank sinatra song <laughs> what station is on upstairs <laughs> no, no, every no. day she plays frank seriously sinatra, sinatra
1: serious? on xm really oh, God, yeah i i don't have that radio in the car but i i love uh, sinatra. Yeah.
0: that's my station
1: yeah, yeah. oh god i love him i just um, love him You've also been in every
0: one of my favorite movies including American president <laughs> which okay. we play sound bites endlessly really? because it's so oh my God. right? Okay. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. right if Americans will listen to yeah. Yeah. It, it, in the absence of true leadership Americans will listen to anyone that steps up to a
1: microphone that's Hello. True. yeah, <laughs> they'll drink the sand there. Yeah, so thirsty. The sand. Yeah. Where is that,
0: Travis? Yeah. 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 I don't yeah. know how to work this thing. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Again, that's Aaron Sharkin
0: yeah they no, right they don't said, drink the yeah. sand because well it's my friend Rob Reiner, yeah. not, Rob to, Reiner. not to not yeah. to duel <laughs> with your name dropping
1: yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> but it's but it literally is right yeah. it's like they don't drink the sand you know because they're thirsty they drink because they don't know the difference yeah
1: they can't tell the difference they'll Enough. settle for anything anyone really. yeah. yeah 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 you were
0: fantastic in that movie as well what can you give us any spoiler alerts on uh, Frank and Gracie <laughs> the d- debuts uh, Today,
1: Grace and Frankie.
0: Uh, right out, whatever. <laughs> that too. Now, I, no, I no, I I like to call it Martin Sam,
1: but yeah, I'm, okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, gosh, I uh, I, we'll, we'll, I think our, our fourth season uh begins tomorrow. Yes, I yeah. Guess. Well, when yeah. this drops tomorrow, yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, the nineteenth. Yeah. Uh, we start working again on the twelfth. Yeah. And uh, it will start our fifth year. So yeah. yeah. Um. I, I, I'm going to publicly confess something that I'm, mm-hmm. I'm ashamed of. Yes, but I've only seen two episodes. I'm not sure what happens. I'm not sure what happens <laughs> unless you're in uh, it. Okay, I, right. I've, I've read them all, all right. mind you. All right, but uh, I, I just find it so shocking to see myself. Yeah. That's the only reason. Yeah, I can't bear to look at myself. You know, I, I went. I, I've you're seen handsome. the two. Uh, we, the I went to the. Um, the premiere last season, uh, yeah. you know, they had a yeah. a red carpet and on. And they showed two episodes in a in a theater, you know, yeah. and uh, oh my god, on the big screen with and an, in a, in a public uh, uh, place. I I just I've slid down in the seat. I said, oh my god, tell me when I'm when I'm off. No, I can hear me. I put my fingers in my in my ears. I cannot bear to look at myself. Oh, well, thank God, you're as insecure as yeah. all the rest yeah. of us. There um. are there are some few episodes that I've still not seen on the West Wing. Then yeah. they were easier to look at because I colored my hair, and I was a whole lot younger of course.
0: <laughs> what are your, I mean listen, this is an audience of liberal nerds, Martin. Everybody has what is your favorite, the West Wing episode, because everybody has their favorite.
1: Oh my god, with, with uh, without question um, the, uh, the 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 veteran uh, being buried at Arlington Yeah. who froze to death on the streets in Washington, D.C., yeah. and they found um, Richard Schiff's card, and you know, his yeah. character's card, in his pocket, and they contacted him and said, do you know this guy? And he turned out to be a Korean War veteran who died of exposure yeah. on the streets of Washington, D.C., and was buried. Uh,
0: yeah. My dad no. is buried in Arlington, and you also do work for Justice for yeah. Vets, our friend Melissa Fitzgerald's yeah. organization. So you yeah. really, like, yeah. that one really, the walk. That one know?
1: really got to me, and, yeah. uh, and that Richard went to the funeral. Yeah, and yeah. It was, uh, and, and I was at the White House uh, lighting the Christmas tree, and the boys' choir were singing. Yeah, yeah, in excelsis Deo. Deep, deep, deeply moving episode. Yeah. And it showed again the humanity yeah. of that office. What's possible. Yes. You know? Yeah.
0: And as a talk radio person, (laughs) I love the uh, Dr. Laura character. (laughs) Oh, my
1: God. I'm sorry
0: about that. I'm the president. (laughs) And when we're in this office, we stand. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. True for you.
0: Yeah. And and we are in this house, and Martin Sheen comes in. We stand and say, thank you, sir, for your time and, and uh, everything you do. Honestly, this has been the biggest honor uh, we've had. Oh, I, I Just the honor of my life that well, I get to gosh, meet you I'm, and I'm, I'm salute delighted. all your activism and amazing work. Thank
1: um, you. I appreciate it. I've had a good time here. I didn't realize it was going to be such fun well, talking about like, myself. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I appreciate it, and thank you so much. Stephanie. Ah, Martin, thank you so
0: much. And uh, yeah, Listen, uh, I'm, I'm, y- your lovely wife sent more trump grabbed me by t-shirts, and I could not be happier about the whole thing. Well,
1: she's <laughs> delighted. You were the most courageous person to wear them publicly.
0: <laughs> Best day of my life. Martin Sheen, thank you for thank everything. You. President Bar. Let's just all imagine that President Barlow actually president. <laughs> happy, happy hour, everybody.